Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever it is for you, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joseph F. Valentine. The F stands for Fangul, and that's how I feel right now. That's what I want to say to the Dallas Stars. Thank you so much for choking and losing 6 to nothing to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Congratulations to the better team who obviously deserve to be in the finals so much more. It is May the 30th, 2023. I thank you for joining me and letting me bend your ear for 30 minutes or less. Got a whole lot to get to today. It's going to be mostly racial stuff, so I hope you're prepared for that. And uh, put away your sensitive pants so that I don't offend anyone, because I'm probably going to. Jamaican owner of vacation rental company says no more black American guests. That's right. There were no errors in what I just said. That is exactly what the title of the article is. Let me read a little bit of it to you. The Jamaican owner of the Rustic Mountain Living Rental Company shocked social media by saying she wouldn't allow any more short-term stays. The reason? She's fed up with the alleged misbehavior of black American guests. In a TikTok video, the barefoot mountain lady said she doesn't believe all black Americans are ill-mannered, but most of the ones she hosted were entitled, unappreciative, and generally disrespectful in her presence. She said she only ever had two mannerly black American guests. Well, those are bad odds. <laughs> The most eyebrow-raising statement was toward the end. The owner claimed black Americans are spoiled and expect the same free shit in Jamaica they supposedly get at home. <laughs> I think it probably goes for all Americans, to tell you the truth. Unsurprisingly, the woman's announcement sparked a firestorm of criticism. People accused her of perpetuating dangerous, offensive stereotypes about black Americans. Others questioned the wisdom of making such a declaration on a public platform seemingly without a second thought. They also wondered how she can work in the hospitality industry and be so inhospitable. And what was her response to the Twitter criticism? You don't have to come here. <laughs> I mean, this... <laughs> She's sticking to her guns. She's going to die on this hill. She is not backing down, not backpedaling. I mean, if you're going to go and say something like that, you might as well. I mean, because it. I actually respect it a lot more if you're going to come out and be racist. And then you're going to like say, yeah, I, I meant what I said. And instead of being like, oh, well, I got my account was hacked uh, or uh, I was on cough medicine. Uh, I. I <laughs> I want a new medication. Uh, it wasn't myself. I am the least racist person in the world, etc., etc. No, if you're going to be racist, stand by it because you're not coming back from it. Like, to me, if you're going to say it and you know you meant it when you said it, don't try and wiggle out of it. Be like, we here <laughs> at Rustic Mountain really just hate black people. Yes, I said it. And then she comes back on like a day later. Yep. Still hate them. 
just in case anyone was waiting on some sort of an apology. I wanted to clear that up right now. Not going to happen. <laughs> so she actually came back even after that. After saying, you don't have to come here. She came back and issued a couple of days later a second statement. And she said, I'm not sorry. <laughs> you want to unfollow me? Block me? I don't care. <laughs> That's gutsy, bro. Although she's safely in Jamaica, where I don't think cancel culture actually exists. I was actually able to get a hold of uh, the new commercial for Rustic Mountain Living. Uh, their new ad since all this happened, so I guess they changed things up a little bit. Uh, let me play that for you real quick. Hi, this is Bob at Rustic Mountain Living, inviting you out to Jamaica for one of the most relaxing vacations you could ever have. We here at Rustic Mountain have very high standards, such as cleanliness, great service, and most importantly, we don't allow black people. That's right, we don't want them here. Tired of looking at them? Don't like the way they smell? Can't stand the hippity hop? Well, come on out to Rustic Mountain Living where there's not a single black person in sight. Rustic Mountain Living. Stay the fuck away, n****. Wow. <laughs> they really stick into their guns, huh? I know you're all going, did he say it? Did he really say it? Did he say it? Did he really say it? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> so in South Carolina, a <laughs> I don't even know if I want to touch this one. Um, a school of fifth graders were taken out to a cotton field where they were allowed to pick cotton all day as a kind of reminder of how things used to be for slaves in America. The cherry on top of this fucked up Sunday is that they were all black. And even more fucked up is the people that sponsored it, took them, and supervised it were also black. From a black school. So I don't really know how to feel about this. Actually, it's not up to me to feel anything. It's up to the black community to have thoughts on this it is not my business but it is very strange that they would just I, I get it i i've seen the video and i've seen how they they um they defended it they don't want people to forget that this kind of thing happened in america so really there's nothing too wrong with it but let me play you uh, a news clip from this real quick South Carolina fifth graders told to sing while picking cotton in a field. For 15 years, Rock Hill fifth graders have been coming to the Carroll School, which was built in 1929 by and for African Americans. It now serves as a teaching center for African American history during the Great Depression and is run by Rock Hill Schools. The district calls this, quote, a unique learning opportunity that promotes understanding about our past and helps students make real-life connections. They thought it was funny. Jamari says picking cotton was part of a game. He thought it was fun. It was a contest. Whoever picked the least amount of cotton had to hold a big sack called Big Mama. Okay, so the kids had fun. They had to, uh, whoever picked the least amount of cotton had to hold the big sack. Big sack. Uh, called Big Mama. <laughs> it really, it does seem a little bit harmless on the surface. Um, however, I think the one thing that people might not be okay with is this. They were singing slave songs while doing it. Like 
Yeah. You can hear the kids giggling and having fun because they don't know the true hardships of slavery. But in case you couldn't understand, it was I like it when you pick like that. I like it when you fill your sack. Big sack. I like it when you don't talk back. Yeesh. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to delve any more into this story. So, um, so yeah, that happened. Now, just when you thought we were done talking about race. Oh, no, no. It's been a wild week all over the world. This one actually comes from Brazil. A crime of hatred discussed over Brazilian mobile phone slavery game. Check this shit out. Brazilians have reacted with horror to the news that a mobile phone game in which players were able to buy and sell enslaved people was until recently available to download on Google Play. Dubbed the Slavery Simulator. Boy, I'm laughing because how did that ever make it onto Google Play? Slavery Simulator. Who the fuck fell asleep on the job when that happened? Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Jeff, are you reviewing those games to make sure they're safe for the kids? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Savory Simul... Uh, whatever. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Uh, slavery simulator allows players to inflict different forms of torture on black characters. Yes, no bullshit. And this game was up for a while before it got taken down. People buy slaves, African-American slaves, not like Brazilians buying uh, other Brazilians. No, Brazilians buying, you know, because this is in the vein of American slavery. So that's what it's imitating. So Brazilian, whatever, mobile users could download this game, buy a black man on the market, and then torture him. That was a big part of the game. In fact, in fact, one of the comments on the Google Play Store, you know, you can go on there when you download an app or a game and you can comment, you can rate it, says, pretty good game, just not enough torture options. Oh, man. Racism is an enduring problem in Brazil, which is still coming to terms with the legacy of slavery. The country imported the highest number of enslaved Africans in the Americas, an estimated 4 million, and was also the last in the region to abolish slavery in 1888. Okay, well, I got to tell you, listeners, I did not know that. Uh, color me absolutely dumbfounded. I did not know that Brazil took part in the African slave trade as well as the United States. And I also did not know that they had the highest number of slaves imported from Africa, more than America. That, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I had absolutely no idea that slavery had happened in anywhere when it comes to Africans coming to America. I, I had no idea it happened anywhere but America. But to find out that it was actually worse in Brazil, you were today years old when you learned this, because I am. Brazil's Ministry for Racial Equality said it had contacted the developer and Google to work with them on measures to curb racist content online. Those behind the product will be held legally responsible. Tech companies in Brazil, including Google, have come under fire recently over their failure to moderate content inciting racism and other types of violence. Brazil's Congress is considering legislation which would put the onus on social media companies and tech platforms to identify and remove criminal and dangerous content. No! Oh! Oh! 
Jeez, no. Yep, seems okay. Google gives it the thumbs up. <laughs> How the fuck did this game get on Google Play? Seriously. I mean, what's next? Like, Crazy Asian Driver? Where, where you... No, nope, not going to go there. Nope, I'm just going to be perpetuating stereotypes, and I'm better than that. I'm much better than that. And lastly, I came across something that absolutely just blew my mind because I had been watching a lot of videos on YouTube about fat phobia and transphobia. I'm not going to get into anything trans today. That is just a mess that just is ongoing, and I am so tired of hearing about it. Everything that comes up on my news feed is about transgender and companies that are supporting them, and I'm just I'm tired of it. Like, will it just please go away? Can we all just get along? Anyway, fat phobia, which... I have said before, and I will say again in case you missed it, okay, the word phobia means, you know, a sense of fear and calling someone fat phobic unless they genuinely are afraid of fat people. Like you see a fat person and you go running. If, unless you are genuinely afraid of fat people, you don't call me fat phobic. I, well, you can't call me fat phobic. I'm fat. It's like a black man being able to say the N-word. I can call fat people fat and I can call them out for being fat. See, I got fat because I made myself fat. So when people go around and they, they say that being fat is okay and they say that, that people should embrace fat people and that we should all uh, stop body shaming, which it's not body shaming. When someone is obese and it's, it's a health issue, it's like telling someone not to smoke cigarettes or to smoke crack. Okay, it's bad for your body. So being overweight, it causes diabetes, diabetes. Good. <laughs> Uh, high blood pressure, heart failure, all these things. I don't have to tell anybody this. You, you have to be a fucking moron to not know these things, or you'd have to be an even bigger fucking moron to be in denial of the fact that they exist. Being fat is unhealthy. There should be no group of people that come out and say, accept us, and we're happy with it. We're healthy. They're saying they're healthy. I'm not healthy. Before I started to exercise and lose weight, I could feel my blood pressure in my ears. I could hear my ears ringing and I could feel my heart pulsing through my neck because my blood pressure was through the roof. Truth of the matter is with this whole fat phobic fat acceptance movement is that they don't want to change. and They don't want to put the hard work in. And I get that because it took me a long time to start doing what I'm doing and to see results. It sucks. But once you start doing it, man, does it feel good to see the results? So I came across something called fatigories. <laughs> There's going to be a whole lot of fat puns in here, and I didn't invent them. There are fatigories, which is the fat spectrum. The fat spectrum. Yes, that's right. Fat people have broken it down for us so we can understand. Kind of like how there's 72 genders right now. Well, now there's like a shitload of different fatties. So uh, let's, uh, with, <laughs> without further ado, let's talk about fatigories. You've got small fat. This is the smaller end of the fatness spectrum. Small fats can usually straddle the line between fat and straight size. Well, I don't know what I don't what is straight size. Straight is that like a word for uh for thin people? Straight size? I never heard that. They can face medical discrimination and poor interpersonal treatment, but are generally able to participate in public life with few restrictions based on size. 
<laughs> see, I know this is what it. You should see some of the videos that I watched over the weekend. Women saying that they are entitled to an extra seat on an airplane because they're overweight. Are you fucking? kidding me this is not like a handicapped person in a wheelchair who needs assistance getting upstairs you are fat you oh my god i need one seat for each butt cheek mid fat between a U.S. women's size 20 or 24 or 26 or 2X or 3X. Typically only able to shop in plus-size stores with brick-and-mortar shopping options less frequent. At the upper end of many plus-size retail offerings. More visibly fat. They experience more size discrimination in healthcare, at work, and may have trouble fitting into seats and other public spaces. Now, I gotta, I gotta back up here because that's the second time I've heard medical discrimination. Now, I have never in my life seen a hospital tarring someone away for being overweight. And I got to think that they're calling discrimination in the doctor telling them that they aren't healthy. That's what they're trying to say. Like, they are not hearing what they want to hear. You need to lose weight. It's not healthy. Your cholesterol is through the roof. Your cholesterol has tested positive for gravy. Your blood is Rocky Road. I didn't come here to hear that discrimination. Fucking kidding me? I've been in the hospital a million times. I've never seen a fat person escorted out of the hospital because they weren't going to be helped. I'm sorry. You're entirely too fat to come to this hospital. We're going to have to ask you to leave. I know it's going to take you a while, but just start kind of wiggling and hobbling and slugging your way to the door. We'll check back on you in half an hour. Next category, large fat, 26 to 32 or 4X, 5X, the end point for most plus size clothing. Ooh, so if we get bigger than a large fat, there, there is no hope for clothing. We're buying picnic table covers. I guess after large fat, you get into the moo-moo category. <laughs> Sorry. This term can also apply to anyone at the larger end of the fatness spectrum, though typically they place closer to the middle of the bell curve. <laughs> okay. All right, next category. Super fat slash infinifat. See, there's that pun I was talking about. Also, it shows a fat person wearing a cape. Not sure that's a good role model for children, but uh, larger than a U.S. women's 32, but also it's complicated. Okay. Super fat was created at a no lose conference in 2008. For the record, I don't know what no lose is and is meant to describe the largest and most underserved folks in fat communities. Ah, I, I beg to differ. It sounds to me like there's nothing underserved to these people. If they're continuing to be infinifat. sounds like they're being served just fucking fine. So we're talking about super fat. Infinifat describes the same group and came into prominence around 2017 via, I'm not going to say the name of this podcast because I'm not going to promote this bullshit. Her widely circulated size chart placed super fat below Infinifat, which is often how it is used. Usage may vary, but both terms indicate people on the largest end of the spectrum. And then there's one more group in the categories, death fat. Yes, you heard me right. Death. 
fat. Not death, like you can't hear. Death, like fat will kill you. Term created by fat activist and writer Leslie Kinzel in 2008. The term was not intended to have any specific size, range, or limitations and can be used by anyone who wishes to reclaim their morbid fatness. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hadn't heard anyone claim death fat, and I've been watching a lot of videos. That that can't be real. Somebody just has to be playing a game or, or, or just taking it too fucking far. I mean, what, what, girl, you're getting too big. Hey, I'm in finna fat. Okay. You're death fat. I'm, I'm about to get down to super fat. <laughs> well, let me give you the Joey Valentine fat guy loves cake categories. There's normal. And then there's That's a huge bitch. Or Holy shit, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> I figured it was just the corn dogs I had for lunch. And if you get any bigger than that, it's <laughs> Big sack. Yes, I am. All right, I guess I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, had a uh, wonderful Memorial Day weekend, and I hope all of you did as well. You can always contact me at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com if you'd like to send hate mail. <laughs> In the meantime, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. I will see you guys on Friday. Your butt is wide, well, mine is too. Just watch your mouth, or I'll sit on you. The word is out, better treat me right Cause I'm the king of cellulite Ham on, ham on, ham on whole wheat Alright My zippers bust, my buckles break I'm too much man for you to take The pavement cracks when I fall down than Chinatown When I never used a phone booth And I never see my toes When I'm going to the movies I take up seven rows Because I'm fat, fat, I'm fat Shame really, on, really fat You know I'm fat, fat, I'm fat You know it, really fat You know I'm fat, fat, I'm fat Come on, really, really you fat. know Don't you call me pudgy, portly, or stout Just tell me once again
Big sack.